0: your disk or fail to follow commands, you
1: will be subject to immediate de-resolution. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a dream away
0: I got in. Also in the bathroom, in the bathroom said, they said, well, there's this two sequels coming up and I'm like, and they've got Flynn's whole being on disc. So that's the Star
1: Trek two remember. I heard you option. say that when you were walking out, and I wondered what the hell you were talking.
0: The guy, about. the guys, the guys were looking at the, those guys in the bathroom. Looked at me like I was just fucking, just started babbling and puking and shitting and pissing at the same time. <laughs> are
1: we recording? <laughs> uh, yes, we are. I'd say uh, bring in some sort of half-ass introduction. We'll do, we'll do we'll do the thing right here on the drive home. All right, all right. It's Gonzo week of. Two True
0: Freaks, Gonzo Month, where Scott and I are just record, not recording our podcasts under
1: Podcast our, vacation.
0: Our, our sterile studio conditions. We are on sterile. the fly. And we are on the fly from Tron Legacy, the, Legacy, the sequel to Tron. We just saw it in.
1: I'm Tell gonna, them how we got there.
0: Tell them how we got there. We got there after 15 hours of Disney parks and directly drove to the theater. In in downtown Disney to watch. No wait. How would we, how would we get there from Epcot? On the Toronto on rail. The Toronto rail. And we yes, we we rode the Toronto rail to Tron. So how about that? You can <laughs> uh, you can uh, yeah, you can just uh, be jealous if you'd like. <laughs> so yeah, we did like what a full day, man! Nine o'clock at Disney, midnight Tron. It's uh, two fifty-one in the morning, and we're driving back to Scott's place. I'm gonna preface all this with we went, saw this at an AMC theater, and you know we basically were like, let's get the IMAX, you know, experience on this. So we said, do you have IMAX there? And they said, no, but we have our equivalent, and they charged us what it's was like an extra four. Bucks they charged us an something. extra four yeah. bucks for each ticket to have the AMC equivalent of the IMAX um, experience and it turned out to be no different really as far as we can determine from seeing it in a regular big screen stadium
1: I mean, it was a nice, huge. screen. It was a nice, it was bigger big screen. than a regular movie screen, but it was not an IMAX.
0: It was. Screen. It was not. It, the sound was not IMAX. The picture was not. It was not IMAX. It was not nearly equivalent to IMAX. Now let IMAX. me ask you
1: this before we get into this. I, I'm just curious what you think. Do you think it was worth the the 3D the extra for the 3D was worth it because no I, well I, for the right, 3D okay. no no for the
0: IMAX 3D no but I would have liked to see it. I I liked the 3D was subtle in it. But, honestly, the best 3D effect is in... Oh, can I tell you this? We're doing a spoiler episode of this. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, spoiler this is fresh, episode. but there are a lot of... There's a lot of things going on with this movie, and for us to just be cryptic about it wouldn't be very fun for us. Right. And it's all about us anyway, so... We're <laughs> get, just warning you, we're spoiling like crazy. And this, this is a... You go to see the movie and listen to the podcast. Right, don't, yeah, yeah. You don't want to see it, you know, so go... S- Obviously, you've downloaded the podcast already, so we're happy. So, you know, we've got the we've yeah, got our we've you've got been our.
1: Been warned. It's spoilerific. So yes. yeah.
0: So, um, I I personally I was saying that because the f- next thing I was going to say is I personally think they blew their wad in the first opening shot of the three D. There's a there's a pan there's just a long pan across, um, a, like a lake or a. a uh, River or something, you know, body of water into Kevin Flynn's house where he's talking right. to his son. And I gotta tell you, I got more of a feeling of motion off of that than any of the roller coasters I rode today. For <laughs> some reason, it was really, it just was a great feeling 3D. It made, it was the first 3D effect I've seen that conveyed, like, made you feel. Um, probably, you know, it, the equivalent of like that Soren thing that, you're, right, that we're yeah. going to go on, where it gave you the feeling of motion rather than dimension. Right. The dimension in it gave you the feel, like a real palpable feeling of, of motion. And I was just like, oh my god, this movie's going to be out. The 3D's going to be outrageous. But the 3D, um, it was, I would say, sub Avatar 3D, but it was the same idea. It was subtle. It wasn't like. Hey, 3D, 3D, 3D. I like that in Avatar. With Tron, I think the 3D should have been Lurid. Crazy 3D, you know? Right. And there were some... uh, Don't get me wrong. There were some beautiful shots where you were, like, looking over the edge of something and down into something where the 3D just looked beautiful, you know? There were moments of beautiful 3D... But for the most part I, I don't think it was necessary no, I'm glad either. it doesn't make your eyes feel like They're getting burned out of your head To or watch give 3D you movies a wicked anymore Because like that's you what used it used to, do, to yeah. be and, But now it doesn't make a difference and it, As a matter of fact there's a little disclaimer At the beginning of it saying um, Some of these scenes are not in 3D This is how it's supposed to be I Basically think- saying don't complain to the management Right. Um, the movie makers did this Don't tell. Don't start yelling that the 3D went out but some of the scenes have not been filmed in 3D. And some of the I scenes can't for the ass, life, a lot of the movie, was... I can't think for the life of me why some why they didn't shoot it all in 3D. There was, yeah. you know, if there was going to be like, well, we wanted the real world to be 3D or 2D, 2D, and yeah. the Tron world to be 3D. I get that. But there were very, parts of the Tron world that were very un, the, the 3d might have been so subtle it wasn't even there right I, I couldn't tell if that, that was if the it was 3d exactly. yeah
1: now in Is the real that.
0: world they had the opening shot in 3d that was awesome um I can't remember the shot where he jumps off of the M- Ncom building wasn't in 3d no that it wasn't. would have been spectacular right. he, you know Flynn's son does a base jump off the top I of the NCOM. What they were building.
1: Doing, I think I seriously think what they were doing. Was they were trying to draw a parallel between the sepia tone in the beginning of The Wizard of Oz And then when Dorothy opened the the door into color in Munchkinland Well, they didn't didn't pull it off They didn't pull that off they didn't pull it off at all Because because it was too subtle
0: Well, you know, if you're going to do that, don't put a 3D effect at the very beginning Right, Do like the 3D, you know, the Tron thing or the 3D... Uh, I gotta say the the, ca- the Disney Castle at the beginning of 3D was cool. and Tronified, yeah, beautiful, yeah, that beautiful. was beautiful. Cool. Um, but um, I'm gonna start off by saying I didn't. Uh, I I would say I would say go see it. Um, don't go see it. Ah, uh, go see it in 3D, but don't. Oh, you know what? You could, you know, the IMAX experience may be different. I think we just got ripped off by AMC. I think AMC I raped, I'm gonna- raped some money out of us. I I'll be eager because basically every positive review I read on RottenTomatoes.com, where it was hitting about a sixty-one, was saying, "See this on the if you're going to go see it, see it on the IMAX. It's the it's working all the IMAX controls. You know, it's working the functions of IMAX."
1: I don't know I didn't see anything That I thought was Was um, Innovative of, Yeah innovative in, Or cutting edge enough That, that you were like Wow you've got to see this Cause In it, 3D Because a lot of the movie Is Your standard Like Matrixy Kind of Kind of You know The modern language of film You know yes. that we've You and I have bitched about Incessantly Yes the Matrix There's a few
0: Matrix moments Which make more sense In the Tron movie But I'm sick of them
1: yeah, I'm sick this of them. this movie should have been what the original was. You know, this movie should have been for our, age, you know, for this age, what the original Tron was for our age. You know, for for its time in the eighties, a financial flop. No, it should, well, you know, <laughs> I actually could have dealt with that. I could have dealt with this movie coming out. I oh, I don't care if it's a, a financial bump, flop as long as I like it. Because it, a lot. it yep. was so far ahead of its time. That nobody gets it nobody gets just it. just like the original yeah but i, I would I, have preferred it to be like it's that it's not going to be like that i think it's going to do okay at the box office i think it's, it's going to make a, i think i think know? it's going to make a lot of money at the box office
0: and i'm going to go into my rant again that we decided we got to pick up we, we were we were so tired after this day that we were like let's wait till we're Um, I'm waking up again now, though, blabbing about it. And I'm also keeping Scott from falling asleep at the wheel and crashing us into a guardrail before we get (laughs) home after our 18-hour day. But um, um, I'm going to have a little rant here about modern fucking movie audiences and why they piss me off. And I'm not going to say our audience tonight pissed me off, although I had a partially deaf guy who decided he was going to, like, breathe into my ear the whole... (laughs) Well he you know he was partially deaf so that he can't he does, he's unaware of his own sounds. I used to go to school that was had a huge school for the deaf and you haven't heard anything till you've walked into a public restroom and there's a deaf person taking a shit because <laughs> they have no idea people can hear him going! No! Oh, you—you know—they sound like they're passing a fucking brick, but they're just having a normal shit because all their life they don't know that they're
1: making all this insane noise. You know, they're going. All right, so we've gone from reviewing Tron Legacy. To no, I'm deaf. I'm shit. working. I'm working.
0: I'm describing our audience. They—they they were like <laughs> deaf people taking a shit. No, this is something, and I hope I don't offend anybody what out there. Marley Matlin
1: does that on the shitter
0: i bet she does And I'll bet you when Marley Matlin's having sex It sounds like the fucking jungle room At the, you know, zoo <laughs> But, um Now you're, now you're tit <laughs> <laughs> But I like I like where you're going with it Um This is what I hate about nerd audiences uh, So, you can Well, whatever, you can fucking hate me if you want this is what I hate about nerd audiences when they go when they get hepped up to go see one of these movies and it's not all nerd audiences it's the vocal people in the movie they have to like when something cool happens or there's something they perceive as cool now I I understand going woo yes or something or like ooh you know but having like choosing a witty thing to yell out in the middle of the movie even if it's funny kind of pisses me off I don't want to know how smart Or or witty Or how much somebody in the audience Knows about the movie I don't care I don't care if they know That I'm a big Tron fan And I know everything about it I don't have to prove that And I hate it when it happens in movies And it happened a lot in this And I think a lot of and, And another gripe I have with the audiences of today Is the stuff that they like about a movie Is not the It's not the stuff that I like about a movie Or you know that like we we were talking about how a, a lot of the um, funness of the original Tron was gone. Right. And lacking, lacking, lacking. Yeah. It wasn't gone. You're right. I'm right. I'm. And I, by no means I want to say that this is a terrible movie, an awful movie, or even don't see it. But it's it's by far not a perfect movie. It's about twenty minutes too long. But the audiences seem to like things. Where the filmmaker says Here's something from the other movie You right. know Or Or you know Here's a point where The Somebody's gonna say a line From the other movie And people go nuts And cheer And that That makes the movie for them And what should make the movie For them is This is a, This is a Really good story Right You know?
1: It's a good movie Yeah It's a exactly. good movie
0: I really Like the way That you discover the relationship between father and son and how it relates into the computer world. Not in a touchy-feely way, but like, you know, like a drama movie or something, but, you know. And there was really good depth. I, I personally, I loved the Kevin Flynn. I loved both Flynn's in this movie. I love Jeff Bridges as an actor, and I think he had a little, like, I think, he, I think he did a little bit of a Harrison Ford in Star Wars in this, and said, all right, I'll try to make this dialogue work, you know? And he did, because he's, he's Jeff Bridges He's I don't a great know, actor. You know, I think he became, I think he really felt like a 20 year
1: older Kevin it Flynn. Just, it just hit me what he completely reminded me of. It, it, it took me a while, because something kept bugging me about Flynn in this movie, you know, the older Flynn, Kevin Flynn. And especially what happens to him at the end of the movie. It kept bugging me as we were walking out of the movie. I'm thinking, this reminds me of something, but I just can't put my finger on it. And as you were saying the Harrison Ford thing, it suddenly occurred to me exactly what it reminds me of. Charlton Heston did not want to fucking do a sequel to Planet of the Apes. Right. Just didn't want to fucking do it. Right. He had done the movie, he thought it was great, he thought it was stood alone as it was, there shouldn't be sequels, and if there were going to be sequels, he didn't want to fucking be in the movie. They cajoled him into it, he did it with the, with the tacit, you know, contractual thing that he'd be in it, at the beginning of the movie, you'd see his character, he'd come back at the very end, and he'd die, you know? And... Granted, that's not exactly what happens in this movie, but damn if I don't get a lot of the same feeling. You know, now, granted, from from all I'm accounts, saying he'll be, I'm Bridges, saying he's going to be back, man. I don't know. I, they, I, they, they, set up, they set up for him to be back,
0: and as Scott said, they've greenlit two sequels, apparently, and uh, what,
1: a TV show? That, I mean, that's what I've heard. I've heard that the that the sequel thing is a done deal. I mean, uh, and then there's a, yeah, an animated series in the works...
0: I'll tell, I mean, you this, I'll tell you this, though. I wish this movie had come out before The Matrix. Because yeah. I like this idea of a virtual world. It was sort of going for... I think they were trying to go for that Matrix-serious, you know, theological vibe to it. Adding a, See, a little religious... They, well, the religious aspects of this film are pretty, like, right. blatant, you know. They, I mean, Flynn is God. You know, you think his son was going to be Jesus, so that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking, is you know, is his son going to have to kill it? You know, be sacrificed in in this to save humanity or whatever. Or, and and um, there was a moment at the end where I thought they could save it, where they could save it all when Flynn confronts Clue and apologizes right. to him, right? And you know, says, I was wrong when I told you to do. You know, I was thinking at that moment he could actually turn Clue. You know, I thought it was going to be like one where they realize, you know, Clue realizes i and he was going they were going to sort of absorb together right? and, you know, dissipate or become one whole being that, like, or, you know, there was going to be some sort of reconciliation between the two. Right, them, yeah, which I, would really, have been I was really waiting for,
1: for Clue to do the whole.
0: Daddy thing, yes, you know? yes, yes, and that would have been to me really more interesting. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have gotten the big like I destroy you moment, right? That that all, but it, but the thing is, uh, as I listened to our audience, they reacted to all the dumb shit, all the shit that I was kind of rolling my eyes to. You right. would hear people going, woohoo yeah. Like when um, there's a there's a moment where. The very muddled character of Tron when he comes back says, "You know, I serve the users. Right. I fight for the users," and everybody was just like,
1: "Yes!" And, it's I, like, I, and I was
0: like, "Oh, so that
1: is so. So that's Tron. Where'd he come from?" You know, I, I'm going to say this right and get this out of the way right at the beginning. Tron should not have been in this movie. I realize his name is in the title.
0: You know, the There's first no reason movie is it.
1: named Tron. And he's not the main he character. Serves, he serves no purpose in this. He doesn't serve None.
0: any purpose he, in this movie. He anymore. serves one purpose. That's to say, I fight for the users and make the audience
1: right, go cheer. Yeah, it, yeah it's a I, know that I
0: know that line. I've heard that before.
1: I, but I, That's what Tron know, says. As we were walking out of the theater, you and I were having a great discussion, which was my point with the Tron thing is that, you know, there, there's a there's a line of dialogue in there where, Kev, where Kevin Flynn explains that you know, he basically ported Tron over from the old system to this new great man. You know, because clearly, you know, the, the reason that this one looks different from the first movie is it's not the same computer world.
0: Well, that's you what know. I was
1: thinking. I was thinking he just made a new clue. Well, yeah, right? he did. Yeah, he made like, a new clue. He made a whole new, whole new world. It's basically. You know, he created an entire
0: new world. He, bu- he built the first one, then he... Pro- and this is what makes me wonder what... I wish they would. he would have been like, I upgraded the old world. Because what happened to all the programs... You know, now that he had been into the real world and new programs had life consciousness, feelings, and hopes and dreams, did he just shut it off and go, I'm building a new one? <laughs> right. Did he just you know, end it, you know, and, and end all those lives in there? You know, the virtual lives? I mean, he... He went in there and met them and lived in their world. He right. knew it was a world. So what happened to that world when he, See, I
1: think he part ended of, that one and started a new one? I think part um, of what, what really, really hurt my enjoyment of this movie is that I am such a huge fan of Tron 2.0. Uh-huh. To me that was a sequel done right because everything was intelligent it built on the, the, the story and the legacy of the first movie and in 2.0 Tron is not in it. Tron is a legacy code is what they call him by that point which they, they freely acknowledge in the beginning of that that the system has moved on right that it is the same system but somebody like Tron would have died you know in their time, this is like hundreds of years ago, because right? Because things move at such a different scale of time, right? You know, so well, time is down long that. gone. They slowed down
0: that that system yeah, of time they in did. this because they were like hours are like days, and it's like no, no dude. that's not that big a difference, really. If you right. think about it, dude.
1: Yeah, well, that's how they they got away with explaining that you know Flynn looked... 20 years older when he actually was 20 years older in real life that didn't work at all right, right. it didn't work because in the first movie I'm telling you dude the entire thing happens all, everything that no, happens in that movie Flint should have been like, like 7 year, he should have been like 80 90
0: years old no, right he oh, no that's he should have right. been
1: centuries old he should have been dead or, you know long dead dust yeah exactly because I'm telling you everything that happens in Tron in the digital world happens you know, at all, light speed yeah I mean it's you know because what does is, what is a digital world operate at like nanoseconds or something? Well, if 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 you get right down to it, I mean, I'll never if you forget- made a computer to simulate
0: the real world, it wouldn't run as fast as a computer that's right. that's simulating our world right now.
1: But so what's going so it is? The, but I'm the, saying if they're if they're living at the sa- at the speed of right, you know, because right. I'll, I'll never forget this as long as I live. When when I took. Um, that electronics class at the uh, the vocational school uh-huh. or when we were in high school. This, this is how bat, far back I remember this. There was a quote on the wall. It was on one of those like motivational poster kind of things. And I've never forgotten it. And it says, a nanosecond is to one second as to one second is to 32,000 years. So, you know, if they're operating anywhere close to a nanosecond or some, you know something approximating that that's a long fucking time man. oh yeah as a matter of fact like in real life the
0: second that Flynn's son went to the computer world Tron and his army should have been like <clears throat> and, and run out to the real world you know <laughs> yep. what I mean because well no no that's not true I don't know you don't know and, and you don't know when they come back how much time has elapsed Right. you know um I loved the scene that's been in all the previews with, with at the beginning with him and Boxleitner. I liked seeing that whole scene. I thought that scene was wonderfully acted. Did you notice that the Comic-Con
1: done. footage was not in the movie?
0: Because the Comic-Con footage wasn't really footage shot for the movie. It was done by a special effects guy to try out some new... He wanted to try out some new methods of... Um, of... You know, so I think you wanted to try out some new techniques of animation, mm-hmm. and I think maybe maybe he wanted to do the thing where he projected Flynn's face right in there and made him. You know, and, and it was like uh, it was a demo reel. It was a demo reel of what this guy could do with special <laughs> effects, and he's like, "I'm going to update Tron." But you know what? they saw that and they ran with it. They were like, "This is good," and that they probably were like, "Let's make this into a movie." And once they decided to make it a the movie, they threw it up on Comic Con to get people pumped. And you know, it, And it's pumped people up for two
1: years. We looked at that those action figures today, where you push the button and, and the it's face just front. like yeah, it's just like that trailer for the Comic Con footage, where the face kind of flicker, you know, the light kind of flickers, and then their face comes up. Now that I think about it, that never happened in the movie. Nope. Did it? No. No. Nobody ever. No. Nobody was ever. So now you've got these action figures that are that are actually based more on the on a demo reel that never even on a demo reel. Yeah. And uh,
0: and I mean they could have used that flicker effect so you could tell who is Tron and who is Flynn when Tron all of yeah. a sudden shows up. That made me crazy. You know, it was just like and, and I was seriously like, I don't know if this is I don't know if Tron's in this movie or he keeps saying Tron's alive, I dreamed of Tron. But then I'm like Oh that's the character of Tron And then like As I'm watching it I'm like No no That's just That's just That's just Um Clue
1: Being uh, Yeah they're Trying to tell the difference Between Clue and And Tron Is was, was really difficult In this Because their uniforms Look so much alike Yeah
0: and, and they had those Face masks on If they would have Had their faces Buzz up on
1: the Face masks We'll have it to continue This later on But I don't know I, Overall I would have To say I don't I think I need more time to process, but at the we, moment I don't know that I would recommend it. I, I was I was pretty I was pretty disappointed. By I'd like it. to see it again. I'm gonna download it. To it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Day, come on. <laughs> I love when Lance comes out to play. <laughs> Bring your Lance out to play. Alright, we're back
0: in the car and talking, and I guess I guess we're 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 doing our whole Tron show from the car. Alright. And uh, which was it made sense the first time because we were right out of the movie theater.
1: And this can be the light runner.
0: And let me <laughs> tell you, we were yeah, right, we we're in we're in our light runner. Oh my god, another fucking
1: I'm telling you, man, this is why I think I've been missing them because I just, I'm just used to blowing through them. I don't, I haven't memorized yet even exactly where they are. And I'm screwed when I run out of change because I don't know if they have a thing where you can do the bills or not. Now, what the fuck did I do with that?
0: We had one.
1: Am I sitting on it? Maybe I yeah, here it is right here. Yeah, I'm running low
0: on change now. You should have told me I got a big bag full of my Take that, bastards. <laughs> so Chew so on that, soul so booth. Bitches! All right, there we go. So anyway... <laughs> <laughs> this is fascinating Audience, It's like cinema verite without the cinema. Um... <laughs> So, it's like
1: fascinating radio without the fascinating.
0: So if we repeat anything, you know, forgive us because we haven't listened to our, you know, yeah. our review. And that yeah, was, was after like two a, days ago, yeah. and it was after a full day at the parks. Oh my god! And then we went right to the movie. It was after a like literally like a nineteen hour day. It was nineteen hours of go go go. Yeah. So we've had a few days for it to gel, and um, one of the things I was telling Scott I really want to check out is I don't know if. Um, Roger Eberts reviewed this movie yet but I'm really curious to see what he has to say because he was one of the only people when the original Tron came out right. that was sort of you know this is a good movie this is ahead of its time this is entertaining you know he un- he got it you know he got it the first time so I, I'm really curious to see what he feels about it about this one I'd, I'd like to see and plus Roger Eberts like a pubic hair away from from death too So yeah, You know
1: He's not gonna Soft soap anything You know So I wish we'd had a chance To listen back To what we've already said though Cause I don't know How far we got I don't know I don't know That we even got so far As to You know Whether we said Whether we even Liked it or not You know That sort of thing So I don't know I'm Well I'll, I'll say this I liked it
0: I didn't love it I wasn't right. You know There were parts of it That I loved There were parts of it That were sheer You know Adrenaline inducing Um special effects and then there were some that were just um i mean one thing that we were I, I know we both mentioned that the 3d uh you know everybody's saying see it in the imax i didn't really think it was the 3d was i would say see it in 3d but you know don't pay the goddamn expensive extra imax you see, know i wouldn't on even top recommend
1: the 3d because i didn't think the 3d was very impressive myself i There was, you know, because there was parts where it would go back and forth between two D and three D, and there were points where I didn't even realize. Oh wait, we're back in three D again because it just wasn't. It was very subtle. Yeah, it was was very subtle. It was very, you know, it didn't wow me the three D, but I don't know. My 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 short and sweet review for me personally was that I thought it was okay. Shoulda loved it and didn't. And ultimately, it comes down to horribly disappointed. I'm, I, I just I don't know. It was it was all right, but I didn't think it was a worthy successor. In a lot of ways, I felt like I, I kind of walked away from it with the same feeling as, as the new Star Trek, where I felt like it it play, paid a lot of uh, lip service to the original without really being true to it, because I just didn't think it was a you know. It was genuinely trying to play off of the first, one. I felt like it was kind of doing its own thing. And whenever it did tie back to the original, it it just didn't quite work. Well, it was like a catchphrase. It was like,
0: "Here's something from right." Yeah, you know, like when he, when he opened the big door and said, oh, it's a big door." Right. I said, "Okay, that's that's cool. Let's leave it at that." You know. Well, yeah. You know. But, they're, you know, they're, they're, and, and, you know, and but I, I like sometimes when they do, pair, you know, I like that towards the end, there's, you know, they're, they all sort of sit down for a moment and they're in a solar sailor. Right. You know, and I like that. I like, but one thing I thought about the first movie is the first movie got in and got out. Right. Got in, did what I had to do and got out. And this one had a bit of, you know, that Matrix damage to it right. where where things have had to have this, you know, heavy, heavy, you know, religious undertone, which I'm not, I'm not against that. I'm, I'm sort of, I was sort of in the whole thing of like, it was God versus the devil, you know, or not really the devil right. as much as Lucifer As Clue was a right. a rebel, you know, he was rebelling against his creator because he found out his creator wasn't perfect. And I like that. And it was, you know, and. A lot of movies are about that Are about sort of like Fascism You know A fascist Versus freedom people You know And That's sort of A lot of sci-fi movies And stuff You know and, And that's what this was You know Clue was You know He was You know He He wiped He wiped out a whole bunch of people In a genocide And was trying to Homogenize and perfect The computer world You know Nazi style But it wasn't so obviously heavy hit they didn't really push it home
1: that much to where it was trite well let me ask you this one of the things that since I've you know like you say we've had time to let it gel a little bit one of the things that occurred to me um while I was you know just kind of ruminating about the movie was one of the, the aspects that you and I really loved about the first movie was the fact of this was the world of the computer, and there was a lot of you know a lot of play. Shoot, see, I just missed the fucking thing. I couldn't get over fast enough. Now we're gonna get fucking photographed for the missing the toll. Son of a bitch! I hate these fucking toll roads. Anyway, um, you know the the whole duality thing. You know where where everyone that we see in the in the real world has a a representation in the computer world. You know, in that um, you know, I remember in our Tron you know, in one of the two you know Tron episodes that we had done, we were saying how. I never thought of that. One of the things that we wanted to see was like, how is the internet going to be represented in Tron's world? I
0: think they cut we all never, that out.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that
0: was they kinda... were they were going to have web surfers. I remember the writer right. saying we have people, and I thought that was kind of stupid. I was like, God, I hope they don't have some guys like hey gnarly dude, yeah. Yeah, exactly. or you know, you know, computer. It would be an all sort of blue, shiny
1: surfboard. But yeah, he, it would be. It really felt more like he. You know, like uh, uh, Sam had traveled to Like another world Or an alternate dimension Rather than actually Into the computer Because there was none of that From the first movie None of that representation of
0: You know Well, uh, I I think I got an explanation That that also kind of screws up some things too It's like a double-edged sword explanation Um, This second one Was a little more off Was off the grid this one was like in... It was probably in Flynn's server in his secret, you know... Right. It was all going on in that little room, you know, in servers and, you know, giant computer banks. Rather than being... Being the, in the, the entire, entire... I got you. It was in the... And remember the master control program in the original Tron, he was going on... He was going and in, in checking out the Pentagon, you know. He was like, Ah, oh, you know, I went right. went to the Pentagon today. Right. And uh, he... And... And, and that made sense And Alan had his program in there You know, his Tron program And, and you know, um, Jeff Bridges had Clue in there That's why you had the analogs And and um, what's his name? The bad Dillinger mm-hmm. was was, you know, a programmer And putting his stuff in there So that's why they had all their Everybody had their analogs Because they were all actively doing stuff in that computer system Right So why is Dillinger's son... A character in right. it, you know. Have, why does he have an analog in there? there? There's no way, you know. He's not hacked into. He, unless it was like going to be a subplot where he, he knew about it. He wasn't that stupid white-haired character, was he? I think no. He was the toady that got the eventually clue killed. I believe. Right. He was a sort of bald, wormy guy, and he was like a wormy guy with like weird mustache, like hipster mustache right. in the real world. Yeah. Like,
1: like that white-haired character. That drove me nuts. I liked him. I, I didn't like it because this was another p- problem of mine with it, is that, all right, these are supposed to be computer programs, right? They, they didn't act anything like the first one. They didn't seem... No, they're, they're
0: more advanced, and I think Flynn was Flynn was playing God in this one. Flynn was like, okay, I, you know, I mean... He discovered he built the world of Tron, took over NCOM, and then he got and I think it's very realistic story-wise. And this is backstory to the movie. This wasn't in the movie But right. he this was sort of an absentee boss of NCOM because why wouldn't you be if you had your own computer world that you were building? Why would you even go home at all, you know? Right. The only reason he did was probably cuz he had a kid, but he was probably and you know, he was a he was a cyber hippie. So he was like, dude, I'm going to give these programs autonomy. I'm going to give them, pers- you know, algorithms so they can form their own personalities and stuff like that. Because remember they were like, you know, he said, you know, your, your dad says he, he said he was going to have stuff that was going to transfer religion, society, you know, matter transportation and all that, that. You know, that he had all that stuff working. So... You know, I, I I went with that that he would have more personality characters. Although there were some characters in there that were sort of program like like those women who came out and put Sam's Tron outfit right, on. Right. Yeah. And, and and that weird that was a weird little scene. I like that scene because it had that surreal weirdness of like what the hell is it? Why would four women come out and do that? You know, put you know apply his Tron outfit on, but. I like that, that, because that was like sort of the first movie. There would just be sort of little weird things that happened with no explanation. But um, I I really think I'm going to do a fan edit on this one when it comes out on DVD. I think I'm going to try to take about a half hour out and see what happens. And another thing you mentioned, I didn't think of this, but yes, it is a lot like the Star Trek movie, and it's funny because our reactions are about the same. I liked it a little bit more, but I had my reservations. But it also means that it could grow on us, too, because Star Trek grew on you, and it's grown on me a little bit more than when I first
1: saw it, too. I don't know. This, this particular one, I I don't know. I could be dead wrong, but I don't see it growing on me, only because you know, I, I you know, I don't know how else to put it. I, I feel like they just got things wrong. You know, and I know that sounds very odd. It's not like it's my property to say what's right and what's wrong, but I don't know. There's just so much of it that just doesn't. It just didn't feel right to me. And it didn't. There's certain things that didn't feel genuine to me. And one of them was uh, Tron himself, Tron the character. That was a big. Why that was just flub. It was yeah. He Tron un- should not have been in this movie because basically, you know the 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 explanation that's given was that when Flynn set up the new grid, you know the the new world he basically ported him over. So that means you've got a program that was written for like a fucking Vic 20 or something running on an Xbox. It just doesn't fucking work. Well, I'm you know hoping I mean? I'm hoping that he upgraded him or you know that he tricked him or or
0: you know I mean, well it's like saying maybe he was like Photoshop, you know? Maybe he was a uh, you know, he was he was still Tron, but he was had more
1: I don't well, don't know. one thing more, I more have trouble believing that, that Tron, you know, unless like you're saying that that he was some sort of you know upgrade and, and wasn't exactly the original Tron from the original movie, I have trouble believing that Tron could be ported over and, and leave Yori behind. No explanation is ever given for either Yori or Laura, right? You know, and I felt that that was actually important. Because there was, you know, in the first movie, there's that trilogy of characters. You know, you've got you've got Alan, Laura, and and Flynn. And you know, we see Alan, which is another character. I kind of felt like we could have lived without. Although, you know, he, he just he does he's, sort he's of just a, exposition.
0: Yeah, just, exactly. But I thought he did a very. You just hate him because he was a goddamn prick to you. That's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a goddamn prick too. But. um... But at the same time I thought I thought he did a uh, did a good job on playing, you know, the world weary, you know, sort of, ent- you know, the, the character who comes in and and you know, lures Flint, Flint Sam Flynn back into the into the fray. I I thought he was he was very very good at it, you know. It's just a walk on, you know. He walks out at the beginning, walks out in the end, and and that's about it.
1: This, this may come off as silly to a lot of people, but ultimately I think my my major beef with this movie and the, the major reason I was disappointed with it was that, in my mind, we've already had a Tron sequel that I felt did everything right, and that was Tron 2.0. I The story in that is just plain better. Because the world of Tron had progressed. It had moved on. It wasn't exactly... You know, not everything was exactly the way it had been in the original movie. We had clearly progressed 20 years. However, it wasn't so removed that it was unrecognizable. You know, you still had the glowy uniforms. Light cycles were far more advanced. But they were still, you know, still the same concept. They still you know, turned in in right angles and all that sort of thing. Um, the internet was represented, you know, viruses, you know, all the terminology that we use today, firewall, you know, everything that's in our modern computer world was represented in that world. You know, so that so that the system clearly had progressed, but it was the same system. And Tron existed in that and they called him a legacy code, and they acknowledged the fact that Tron died in you know in their time in their world. Tron had died like thousands of years ago, right? Because right. he was part of you know like like I was saying before, you know like a you know like a TRS eighty or some right. fucking thing. And you know here we were in the modern world running on Windows, you know two thousand or whatever. And so they acknowledged the fact that you know in their world. Tron was like Moses or something, you know, he had died right. a long fucking time ago, and so when they were looking for traces of Tron, he existed, but he didn't, I mean, that was one of the things that story got right, is that Tron didn't pop up and be, hey, here I am, I've been living, you know, over here in, you know, suburban, you know, data land or whatever, you know, he, he was gone, and, but he'd left behind like a you know, like a Jedi holocron type of deal or something. Well, and that story was just better. The whole thing with the main character in that was that you know again it was a son, but this time it was um, Laura and Alan's son, and that timeline worked. the The whole way, the thing with Flynn's son in this movie, I'm sorry, it doesn't work. It doesn't hold up to close scrutiny of how old Sam. Could be it just doesn't they yeah they fiddled that they I, I was reading they fiddled that just because
0: they wanted the actor to be younger than they right. didn't want someone in their thirties and it that's that that stuff doesn't bother me the, the fact that Tron was there didn't bother me what bothered me about that was how that is it was just very unclear I was figuring Tron's got to show up because it's named Tron and the way that they were paying tribute to things he was going to show up and I don't know if I was just tired but by the time I figured out who at first I figured out who Tron was but it was so muddled and unclear as to who he was and I was like no I'm just like trying to you know I'm reading too much into the, the, the guy with the two you know two um, discs is Tron right and, uh, and uh, you know because they didn't give like a flicker of his face or anything like that you know and and that he was just sort of like a heavy that that, that Clue had. And by the time Tron you, you find out that Tron is like this growling, you know brainwashed thing that, that Clue has and then all of a sudden you know, you know it, it was, I wasn't sure what was going on with Tron until he said, I fight for the
1: users. And then I'm like, okay, it was Tron. Now, did that? Is it just me, or did that come completely out of left field when he suddenly just snapped out of... Oh, yeah, well,
0: that's what... That, I was just like, okay, that guy is Tron, and now all of, a, all of a sudden... And it's one of those things of, like, you know, the voice of somebody, te- you know, telling him to do something was what brought him out of it. I don't know. You see, I th- have a feeling... We've only read the first issue of the comics that pre- that were sort of the the bridge into this movie. Yeah. And I'd, I'll bet you, like, in the second or third issue of that comic... I don't know if there's three, but in did uh,
1: two. I think it's I, two issues. I think they'll positive.
0: show Clue, like, reprogramming Tron or whatever, or how that went down, you know? Right. And it might make more sense with the movie. But, you know, God damn it, they shouldn't do that because... I, You know, they're, they're assuming comic book movies are big They're thinking everybody that goes to see these movies are comic book readers And it's just not true So, if you have the, it's, It was the same with Star Trek Actually, they had that comic ahead that sort of set things up With who Nero was and all that And you were sort of at a disadvantage having not read the comic Right, yeah, and, absolutely And when Nero's story was told and like, it's like when the characters who were the the characters are just sort of spontaneously showed up that the woman was the last of, you know, when they, when they, when he told the story of that and sort of gave the story that was in the comics, it was, you know, three minutes of exposition glossed over. And I was like, okay, this is like in the comics. I had that little head start that, okay, these, you know, these guys just showed up spontaneously and then he killed them off. If I hadn't read the comics That would Might not have You know Made as much sense to me You know It's It's weird I think they assume That like we're all Reading the comics And A bunch of us are But there's a bunch of people Who aren't and, But I have a feeling That people who aren't Maybe Just come for the special effects Too What's and this guy doing? I'm driving like a Moron I'm Just getting over For the cop oh my God, uh, I'm not gonna over For the cop Fuck you officer Excellent Um but yeah, I just saw. It was one of those things where all there were two all of a sudden parts for, that went that didn't do it for me. All of a sudden, Jeff Jeff um, Bridges Bridges is is using his godlike powers and then sacrifices himself. It's just like I I, I, I understand that he was being Zen like and like oh, you know to do is to do nothing or some, <laughs> you know some shit like that. But but then it, you know. <coughs> But then again, Shitty Yoda was going to be in this. I I had this sort of feeling. I had this sort of feeling that maybe he was doing that Zen bullshit just to fucking get Sam. While you know, maybe he was like thinking of sacrificing himself. And because when Sam was like, "No, no, we're we're taking action," and took action, Jeff Bridges was like, sort of like. Yeah. Okay. You know. I think he, he went right along with. Showing him. up
1: to collect the fucking paycheck. I, I was not
0: impressed. With I, his I I I things. thought he was good. I thought he was really good. I I enjoyed him. I liked that he was a crusty old man with moments of the old Flynn. And I gotta say this to every every young kid who's writing their little review or doing a vlog on this: when he says "man" in this, he's not doing Lebowski. He was doing. Flynn, and he was being a hippie Flynn, say calling people man, way before, you know, and and it's funny because even in the original Tron, when he was like, because man, you know, it it, it was still a little awkward, you know, it was no, still a little not like, to
1: me. Uh, to me, that's who Jeff Bridges was for the longest time because that he was the same type of character in um, King well, Kong. Well, I mean, it was awkward because it was the eighties you know okay. I see. And, and yeah, he was right. talking hippie
0: talk and his hippie talk came off as a little you know now it's you know in the you know 21st century when we're watching it so um, so when he was so automatically when you guys are going oh he's doing the dude he's not doing the dude he's been doing the dude for years he's been saying man for years and I have a feeling if you were hanging out with Jeff Bridges you'd probably be smoking pot and hearing him call you man because that's probably what he does he's probably from that California where you know, he always had that very California feel to him, you know, the, the sort of do your own thing hair, the Luke Skywalker hair and all that. And, uh, and I enjoyed that, you know, he was a crusty old man who was, you know, training the last of his, I guess it's his creation, but he was sort of befuddled as to how they showed up. And but every once in a while, he'd be like, "Oh, it was digital jazz, man," you know, or something like that. And Then he would be back to crusty old man. But I, I, I have a feeling that his performance in True Grid is going to be way, way over the top, better than it was in Tron. But I think he added just, you know, I mean, we, we're not going to need an Oscar-winning performance from him for Tron anyway. Right. But. As, but if they're going to add all the story like they did in this and all the portentous religious subtexts, then maybe he is going to have to act a little more. I I don't know. I thought Sam Flynn was a, is a very good actor, too. I think he's going to... I think they picked a good... Um, just sort of like Chris Pine. He uh, You can draw a line with him and Chris Pine, too. Um, Who's the, this? Sam? Sam, the actor who played Sam, I think... He, he's, I think he's a good actor I think he's like a good Parallel to You know He, he could take over And, and be a, a lead for Tron films and he's, he's a charismatic actor he, I thought I, I bought his character But um
1: I don't know I, I liked him but I like Jeff uh, Bradley A hell of a lot better That was part of my That was another part of my issue with it You know, on on the positive side, though, one thing, you know, I did have one major geek out in this movie. Really, to be honest, really only just one, but it was a hell of a big one for me, was that when they show the disc battle, the big arena where it was like a multi-level and it was the chambers and all that, it was kind of free-floating in space, twice in that sequence... Um, They played a sound effect, and I I wish I could approximate how it sounds, but I I can't. But it was a sound effect pulled straight out of the Discs of Tron arcade game from when we were kids. And that was a major geek out for me, because it it was not... I mean it was subtle You know It right. was just one of those things Where If you if, if you, you weren't a, a Tron fan Yeah player, If you didn't know it Then it wouldn't be Intrusive that's, at that's all me. It totally I fit I didn't hear it at but all But I caught it And was like Holy shit That's awesome You know That really impressed me That wow You know Somebody out there You know Is really throwing A major you know, bone To, to hardcore Tron fans mm-hmm. That impressed The hell out of me I, That was a major Geek out moment For me But Unfortunately, so many of the other little homages and everything came off as kind of either stupid or just kind of like they were just they were thrown in there to make people clap it right and they exactly. did you know to like, I like the subtle stuff I you know the, yes the one that the, when I caught that Disatron one that one that one impressed me because it, it wasn't something that every fanboy was going to get and clap and get all geeky you know geekgasm over. It was something, you know, much more low-key, and I like that, you know, because doing stuff like, oh, you know, you know, like, I'm Tron and I fight for the... It just comes... It just was really cheesy. It's, it's a little like, forced, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I like the, the more subtle thing, but, um, I don't know, it's it just, I, you know, I hate to be down on the movie, but there was just too much stuff that didn't... It didn't sync up properly. I thought the story was really weak, um... I, I really don't like that the computer world didn't feel like the computer it didn't feel like Tron to me it just didn't it, it, too much had changed you know they, they had you know they didn't wear the helmets you know they didn't have the glowy uniforms you know with the, with like the digital pattern you know the, like the circuitry patterns and all that I missed that a lot you know things didn't move at right angles and, and the clouds were you know like you know, like when the when the light runner peels out and there's smoke, it really pissed me off. I'm like, there's not. Why would there be smoke in a digital world? Because he's because he was building it closer and closer to a real world. There, why would there be rain in a digital world? there was, was rain all the time too. But well, then what was the point? You know, I mean, well, that's he's, what I liked well, that's about what he's the computer playing. world in Tron was that everything was like a was like a digital representation of reality. So the clouds. You could tell they were clouds, but they were pixelated. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. But our digital depictions of reality now
0: are 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 drawing the line. Now you can you could do you you know I mean map paintings are done are done digitally now. I mean you can make digital you can make digital stuff. I mean I mean an actual perfect example is is young having young Jeff Bridges in there. You know now we're to a level now. Where, and, you know, we've been talking about it for years. Everybody's been saying, pretty soon you're not even going to have to have the actor in the movie. And we're still not, you know, his face still had a little bit of Xbox to it, you know. Right. But it was, you know, we're get, we're there. We're there pretty much, you know. Right. And, and it's only going to get better to where we can recreate and reality and... You know, and and we're we're gonna assume that Kevin Flynn is way smarter than the rest of us. You know that he's a genius, so he's smarter than all the other. You know, so he's way ahead of the curve with this thing. So I, I anticipated that, and I sort of I was sort of into that because you know we're we're way higher resolution now than in the old world of Tron. One good point you had that you mentioned the other day was there weren't as many just sort of quiet. Spots like the spot right. where they discovered that they could stop and drink some some energy water, right. and, and they would glow up a little bit and stuff like that. But um there were, you know, I mean, the the real like quiet spot was there was a there was a little quiet spot on a solar sailor, which I liked. And there was, you know, when when Sam and and Flynn meet, you know, for the first time, or you know, are reunited after twenty years. That was kind of a nice quiet. I loved. I love the line. I thought this was a great line in the script where uh, she goes, "You know HG Wells?" He's like, "Oh yeah." And she's like, "What's he like?" What's he like? I yeah, love that. Did, yeah, that. It, I love like. that line. And um, you know, it's Jules Verne, wasn't it? Or Jules Verne. That's right. Um, but um, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I. I just think. I think that what it. What the problem was was it too much exposition? I could have done there were parts of it where i was just like come on let's get get moving and and i'm not one of those guys that's like i need i want the you know i'm going to complain if it's not action all the time but i was pretty happy with all the action in this one and all
1: the the the, the um, to me it felt too much i like love the light cycle yeah battle. the light cycles i like but it felt too much here here's part of the problem too for me is that i've heard an awful lot of people say you know it, that that are planning to go see the movie man i hope it's not cheesy like the original one god damn it i, I want wanted it to, it to, be, to be, be like the yeah. original one i wanted it to be that's a sequel young. to yeah. the original movie and this is, really isn't this is like a new hollywood you know the modern hollywood you know take all right let's take the name let's take a few trappings let's make a modern version of tron that's not what i wanted to see i wanted to see a faithful Sequel to the original. I wanted it to pick up where the original one left off with the same look and the same digital world, in it. and it's just not it just what we got. There, yeah. and I'm deeply
0: I'm, disappointed. Yeah. I, see, I guess I'm different from you in that. Whereas I like, I like the the, uh, the retooling if it's, how it's done you right. You have
1: a photo ID, Scott.
0: Uh huh. Thank you. Jeez, how many ID- there you Have fun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But um, now we're. Entering back into Disney <laughs> on our way to Epcot, but anyway, we'll you'll be hearing about that in future episodes. So we'll be we'll go back to Tron. I, yeah, that's I mean that's a fundamental difference just between you and I. And
1: uh, that's I mean, you been. didn't want it to be like the original movie. I wanted it to be
0: in some essence, in some essence, but it, there was enough of the original essence of it for me. Yes, oh, oh, wow, I, really? I I was I was happy. I, I was happy with things being different and just having a th- I, I just need that thin string.
1: I mean, to, like, um,
0: like the uniform. I mean, you were the, happy oh, yeah. with it I, just being oh, a strip I of glowy see, material. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. This is where I differ from most nerds. I do like the way any like those details. Like I don't get stressed over aspects of spaceships or 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 costumes or stuff like that. No, I didn't. I, I don't mind having re I don't mind having them update this stuff and have it you know have you know fashion in the Tron world and the way things work in the Tron world having changed that that people still aren't dressing you know I mean i I would have loved. Just have a scene where somebody went walking by in there in a in a flat out Tron outfit, and right? Go, yeah, and someone go look, look at that retro outfit, man. That's yeah. so that's so ten million cycles ago, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that would have been funny, but um, I I don't I don't get caught up in 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 that stuff. I don't get caught up in like the the nitpicking details like you do you know i think that's a, i don't, th- I, I, don't see, I, uh, I take
1: exception to that being called a nitpicking I, detail i, I, know, I, I was, think was that trying to choose a,
0: my words carefully but I, you know what i mean
1: no i i, I do know what you mean but it, in this particular case i don't think the fact that they didn't wear uniforms that even remotely resembled the original i don't think that's a nitpicking detail i think that's a fundamental thing that was tron I mean, why the hell do you think the Tron guy goes around wearing the outfit he he wears? Because it's identifiable. You're instantly, oh, that's Tron. And the stupid fucking, you know, Batman outfit with a strip of glowy material on it, that doesn't look like Tron to me. You know what it looks like? It looks like that Dynamite Comics Buck Rogers series from a couple years ago. That's exactly what it looks like. It just doesn't look like Tron to me. It didn't. The movie didn't feel like Tron to me. It felt like, you know, all right, let's do the Matrixy thing, and let's take this stupid old '80s movie that's really bad, and let's do modern Hollywood. Well, you know, let's jazz it all up and yeah, make it I, cool. And it's I like don't, I don't think there was th- I don't think there was anybody
0: in the production who was thinking this was a stupid old movie because I think. Either that, uh, because of that, otherwise they would have they wouldn't have had all those stupid references, you know. Right. They wouldn't have paid tribute so much. They would have just scrapped everything. I was just I. What I would have been worried about with that stuff is if it was That's if cool. it was just really bad. Oh, they got a Segway huh. patrol. I would. I've always wanted to ride one of those things. They look like a riot, man. The, they they invented the goddamn things, and you can't drive them anywhere. Yeah They're not street legal off they, don't let anywhere. Them, they don't let you use and, them here and, and
1: and like Well yeah the, There was the, lawsuits Not long ago About uh Right there dude oh. Alright
0: But um Yeah they what can. dick Well anyway Yeah he's Anyway I think we've said about all That we've uh like yeah,
1: at, once again, see, the thing the thing that worries I'm me looking now forward about to watching this it again. is that, you know, you, you told me this morning before we started this, you know, before we even got in the car that, you know, some of our buddies are online, you know, posting these, you know, these glowing, you know, we just, oh, my God, I can't believe how awesome. It worries me that once again I'm going to be the fucking contrarian, but I'm sorry, you know, I, I said I don't think it, you should be worried about well, that. Well, it does bother I, me I, because it, um, I don't, I'm tired of being on the other side of the fence all the time. I really am. <laughs> But it's just can't help what you
0: you like's what you like. Exactly, people like what they like. You know, I I had said at
1: the beginning of our Tron episode that this is like my number three. You know, behind Star Wars and Star Trek. So I am very passionate about Tron. I, you know, it really means a lot to me. And I'm sorry, I if, think they it, fucked it up, I, I you know? think
0: I think the only time you should get upset about that is, say, if somebody's trying to encourage you to, like, say, a bullet to the head or something like that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or rat poison. Oh, this rat poison's really good. Then you then you can be like, hey, you know.
1: Well, I mean, but I like to, you know, I like to, you know, when it comes to opinions and people that I really respect, it pains me to be on the other side because oh, it's then, then it's, it's another bre- battle brewing, you know, and then... You know, then you're constantly on the defensive because you know you've got your friend X going. You know, here we man, can walk here. and talk. You know, yeah, we can. We need. to move.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I've never. I've. You know me. That's that's one of our fundamental differences. I've never felt the need to be aligned perfectly with whatever's going on. I'm, and and I'll say it, man. I'll say it. It was it was fucking Eric Peterson loved the movie. And it's like, what is he, Mikey? It's like Mikey, man. Here, let's take Eric Peterson. He he hates everything, and he likes it. He
1: likes it. Right. Hey, Eric. And now, now I will I will get no end of world of crap from him about
0: yeah. you know, that I
1: didn't you know dig it. So
0: well. We all know what to say to Eric Peterson when he gives people a world don't, of crap. Well, well, we won't say it at Disney, will we? <laughs> but he knows, and we know. And half the people at Disney know. Look at these These guys are psyched. They got the... Well, anyway, we'll see. I know you, Scott. In two, two months, you could be going, well... I just saw it on video and no, I don't. Um,
1: no, it's not in this case. It's not going to happen. I'm telling you. They, 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 they missed. In my opinion, they they missed the mark. It's it's too. It's it's just too far away from.
0: Now would you go as far as to say don't don't bother going to see it?
1: No, no, I say go see it because what it is is it's an amazing special effects movie. It's absolutely it is, incredible. A spe- it is at the bottom line, it is a spectacle and it yeah. is state of the art. Yeah, no, I would never say don't go see I would say go see it because you know the special effects are incredible. We did lock that, right? Yes. I think
0: um, I also wanna give a super shout out to the music of it is I like
1: the music a lot. Well, that was another thing, though. I I liked the music a lot. I really did. But, come on, you couldn't throw me a bone and throw the Tron Squizzo in there one time? They paid tribute to everything
0: else. Maybe it was a Wendy Carlos copyright issue, but I I doubt it. You would think Buena Vista would own own that copyright. Yeah, you would think Disney would own it, yeah. I don't know. So... There you go. It's a disappointment to Scott, but it's still a go see it. We still give it. I guess that's a thumbs up, I guess, right? If we were Siskel and Ebert.
1: Yeah, I mean, but see, the the thing is, don't. So
0: wait, so if we're Siskel and Ebert, are you Ebert because you're the heavier one, or am Ah, I Siskel because I'm the dead one?
1: I'm about to say a very un Disney Disney word to you. (laughs) Now, again, you know, like the other day when I was pointing out, of course, the listeners haven't heard this yet, but you know, one of those inspiration things right here. Yes. This this site is inspiring to
0: me. We're walking we're walking across a parking lot and to our right is like Spaceship the, Earth. Spaceship Earth bisected right down the middle by the Mar- by Trail Mar- 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 Trail. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. But um anyway, I'm gonna put this thing away because we're so close to Disney I can smell it. And I'm <laughs> sick of talking oh, to that's, that's that uh, burrito I had <laughs> last night. And I'm sick of talking to you people. <laughs> I got rides to go on, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And there is no minimum donation. Be a show sponsor today. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.Libson.com 2 True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S Libson is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com Join our forum at forumforgeeks.com where you can discuss all of the shows on our feed with us and your fellow listeners. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. And hey, you can friend me, Scott Gardner, on Facebook too. My name is spelled S-C-O-T-T-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. You can friend me on Facebook too if you can find me now available, Two True Freaks t-shirts. See our website
0: for details. Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at www.comicspodcast.com,
1: where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. We are also members of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com league. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell
0: them about Two True Freaks? Thanks for listening,
1: and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. Freaks. True Freaks has been brought to you today by DeManzo Core of Milan, Italy and by the letters F and U